This program is for mature audiences only. It contains material which some viewers may find objectionable or inappropriate for viewing by children under the age of 17. Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> it's the blackout. What's up, everybody? On today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, we talk about the curious case of the poop stains in the back of your underwear. <laughs> All this and more on today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. And welcome back to episode 172 of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. I'm Jerry. What up, people? I'm Jay. And we are backing at it again. Jay, how was your week, cuz? Another week. Another week of doing absolutely nothing but stuck inside, man. Warmth. The the sun and the warmth has finally come out here in, in Texas, so I'm yeah. I'm a happy camper. I don't like the I don't like the dreary, yeah, nasty cold, you yeah. know. So it makes me feel depressed, but it's finally coming back out, so I'm feeling yeah, a okay, you know. Okay, yeah, you're gonna walk out with your uh, with your uh, shorts, t-shirt, and flip flops. Is it that warm? Um, yeah, actually, it is that warm. Yeah, it was like 74 yesterday. And today it might be might be about the same thing, uh, yeah. but you know, as Texas weather does, and you should you probably know this all as well. Oh no, my bad. Today's today's high is gonna be fifty five, so it jumped from seventy four to fifty five, and then tomorrow's a high of fifty nine. So yay, Texas weather. Oh, wow, unpredictable. That is Texas weather. So it had me all excited. Oh, but look at this. Check this out. Mm-hmm. Next Friday, uh, no, next Saturday, the high is 61. Next Sunday, the day after, the high is 39. That is Texas. That is North Texas weather right there. Yes. Man, you know, I saw a meme at some point wow. back in the day where they say Texas is one of the places where you could, you could basically take a change of clothes in your car for every season of the year. You could take a parka, yep. a raincoat, some shorts and a t-shirt, uh, or swimsuit, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, you could take flip-flops, you can take, uh, you know, boots, tennis shoes, mm-hmm. uh, you, you could take an umbrella <laughs> and sunglasses all at the same time because from day to day, you never know uh, what the weather's going to be. And during the day, I remember, man, I can't remember, it's been, uh, you know, so many years ago, but I remember one time um, going to work uh, one day and it just being like, you know, it just being sort of a cloudy day. It wasn't that bad. Then, you know, we saw it was going to rain. Mm-hmm. And then and then we got the reports that there was going to be like a crazy wind hailstorm. It was windy that day, too. It's like a hailstorm. And they're like, they're like, all right, well, we're closing down all the branches of this credit union. I worked at. we're closing down all the branches early so people can get home safe. 
And man, let me tell you what. Mm-hmm. Hailstones were dropping from the sky like the size anywhere between like, they're anywhere between like a a um, a golf ball and like a softball. Dude, when I was driving home, it definitely sounded like wow. my car was getting shot up. Like it was crazy. So... <laughs> Yeah, and but Dude. I'm telling you, but the, like so, it wasn't cold so that day you. at all. It was just like hail just dropping from the sky. Uh-huh. I thought, I thought, I thought, you know, one of the plagues was coming back. So did you just keep driving, or did you pull over and like uh, try to wait it out? Or? Yeah, the unfortunate part was there was nowhere that I could stop. The only places that I would have been able to pull over and park, uh, the few gas stations that I passed, tons of other cars were under there as mm-hmm. well. And the way the wind was going. Well, first of all, you couldn't get under this because there's tons of other cars. But the way the wind was blowing, like you had to have your car parked strategically correctly uh, or else you would have still gotten pelted part of the way. And that was an old beater car, you know what I'm saying? So that was that gold that gold Malibu that we had. So I made it home, you know, um, parked it. Mm-hmm. And I think where I parked it, uh, I think I was able to park it at our house, like where the wind was going the opposite way, so the wind wasn't hitting that part of the house. Um, but yeah, I had a, I had probably like eight or nine dents in the car that were like, you know, significant dents. But what was even wilder was like I remember being in the house and hearing those hailstones hit the windows, and like I I mm-hmm. was like, man, these windows are all gonna break. But thankfully, no no windows broke in the car in the house, so. It's wild, man. Wow. Yeah. So That's Texas crazy. weather, though. Yeah, Texas weather, man. It, but then the next day, sun came out. Like nothing happened. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Like nothing yep. happened. That's how it is. Wow. That is how it is. That's crazy. Well, in Utah, it's been cold. Um, you know, I know that you guys had some snow a couple weeks ago. Uh, we we uh, <laughs> we finally got a, a little bit of snow this week uh, for a few days on and off, but uh, yesterday, uh, it warmed up a little bit. Uh, warmed up so much that I was I was outside uh, throwing down a brisket for my son's 13th birthday. Happy birthday to him! Uh, wow, 13th yep, birthday. birthday! And uh, teenager, man, it's it's uh, you know it's a exciting and scary time frame. But uh, anyway, yeah. So I had like a bunch of like ash and charcoal that had fallen on the uh, on a little concrete pad behind my house. So. I was like, dang, I'm gonna have to like sweep this off or something, but I don't want it to. I don't want it to stain this concrete. So it was warm enough yesterday that I went and I hooked up the water hose, which I thought it'd be frozen. <laughs> hooked up the water hose and hosed that stuff off. And man, I'm telling you, That's man, it, it it hosed right down. The water hose wasn't frozen, you know, even though it's been cold a lot like lately. So it's been a weird year. It hadn't been as cold as as normal, and we hadn't gotten as much snow. Um, as of late, but up in the mountains, it's uh, it's fairly snowy. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of, so my son is taking ski lessons. That was one of his Christmas presents from a family member. Uh, uh, so last weekend, I went up to, to, to drop him off. I went up to drop him off, and it was a little... Um, it was a little, like, foggy up in the mountains as you go higher up in elevation. Because I think Uh-oh. at that point, I was probably like... You know, ten thousand feet driving up, and it started. It was like a little foggy. It wasn't that bad. And dropped him off. Then I was coming down, and it started to get fairly foggy. So when I was going back to pick him up, like two hours later, the 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 fog was so thick, I couldn't see twenty feet in front of my truck, 
And mind you, this is like mm-hmm. this is like eight miles of a mountain drive on the edge of the mountain. Some of which, like like I would say, most of which, probably like ninety percent of it, did not have a guardrail on the side that I was driving. Where it's just a, wow. just a drop off, either sheer drop off or a drop off into some trees, you know, or the side of a hill, um, or like into mm-hmm. boulders, you know what I'm saying, rocks. So. So yeah, yeah, it was yeah. it was super scary, man. I had a car, I had a car like right in front of me, you know, driving, and and uh, I could tell this dude was scared because he eventually pulled off to the side when it opened from two lanes to four lanes and let me pass. But um, mm-hmm. but this is the thing, man. You could going up, you could see like I said about twenty feet in front of you, maybe, and but you couldn't see another car until they were like right up on you. So. So when it's two mm-hmm. lanes and hitting some of those turns, dipping and diving, I was so scared a couple times because I was like, I was like, man, one of these cars come around this corner and overcorrect or undercorrect, it's not going to be pretty for either of us. Uh, you know, unless there's like a snowbank on the side, a, uh, you know, some trees that we could fall into or a guardrail uh, other than, and I don't even trust them guardrails. So. Other than that, like it wouldn't be pretty. So thankfully, I made it up and back. You know, it was fine. Um, yeah. But there, there was a mountain pass just a couple miles north of where I was, um, and there was a video. Like, like when I was passing by after dropping him off and then going back to pick him up, that mountain pass had been shut down, and the police were uh, shutting it down. There was ambulance and fire truck going up there. So later on, come to find out uh, on the news, they posted a video. It was so wild. A driver had a dash cam going, driving up the mountain, and they witnessed with their dash cam a truck coming down mm-hmm. on the side on the mountain side of the mountain and turn one of the corners. Ouch! Ouch! Turn one of the corners. Didn't didn't like turn his steering wheel quick enough, like a pickup truck, and he like uh-huh. t-boned like a like a Subaru car, and they both fell off the mountain. Wow. Bro, that was like that was like okay, that was minutes. That was minutes before I had come down, or minutes before I, or no, maybe maybe like about twenty minutes before I come up, come down, something like that from the mountain, and and just a couple miles away from where I was, like like that. Could, mm-hmm. If I'd have been on that pass, or if yeah. I'd have been on, you know, on the one, if they had been on the pass, it could have been us, man. Tell you man, it's it gets scary sometimes going up, but they require snow tires, they require four wheel drive, or they require chains sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, so. so was the were the roads like icy or scary, snowy man. that day? Mm, no, they were just they were wet. Honestly, uh, it was wet. But then like when you get up in the mountains, yeah. it's cold like that. Um, they uh, the 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 fog could turn into black ice. And so I think that might have been a situation mm. here. I think it was a situation where it was black ice, and I think the guy wasn't paying attention. I think he was going down too fast, uh, and he wasn't paying attention mm. to the turn, and he didn't he didn't turn quick enough, and ended up hitting that car, and they both went down. Thankfully, thankfully, I think they I think there were trees maybe like you know, fifteen twenty feet down that that would have held them up from falling all the way down the mountain. But I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know if those people were injured or dead or whatever, what man. But it was scary, man. man. So I'll tell you, most of the time, ninety percent of the time, ninety ninety nine percent of the time, driving up and down 
no worries. You know, there's people who drive faster up and down, you know, especially when it's drier. Um, Mm -hmm. And I remember the first few times I drove up and every now and then I still like, you know, take it real slow. Um, But most of the time it's super, you know, it's pretty safe. But every now and then you get some fools who do that stuff and they, uh, you know, it could be some bad consequences. So, yeah, man. So, you know, Mm -hmm. even on a regular road, like even on a regular road, like people drive crazy here. But yeah, up in the mountains, man. Sometimes, you know, you can't can't predict what the heck's gonna happen. So wild. So it's, yeah, it's so it's crazy. You know, you just gotta gotta be safe. But yeah, man, going up and down it was wild. And then come to find out, so all that fog that I thought was fog was actually clouds. I was driving in the clouds. That's wild. Sounds great. It sounds in the clouds. It sounds beautiful, actually. It was it was it was really cool. Like it reminded me. Like, do you remember like the scene in The Shining, when they were walking out in the, <laughs> like outside of the hotel, yeah. like with all those trees around and stuff, and it uh-huh. was dark. So it reminded yeah. me of that, but it yeah. was daylight, right? It was, it was weird because it was like it was like that, but it was a light version of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just white, That's steamy everywhere. Sweet. It'd be cool to walk through and like hang out and like if you're going to like want to be lost in the middle of nowhere but it's not fun to drive <laughs> uh, it was freaky that's insane freaky that's scary man that's scary mm-hmm. yeah there was a uh i know years ago i think you were still here when there was this real big ice uh, i guess you want to call it ice storm or whatever and it just froze over all the highways mm-hmm. and there's like uh one of those tv stations had this this camera on for like hours just on this one part of Fort Worth where the mm-hmm. you know that uh near downtown where that large overpass kind of curves around mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah if you could remember yeah oh yeah so I remember that there they had a camera they had a camera focused just on that spot for hours and the amount of traffic accidents that happened there just watching people come around the curve and just start skidding around and doing mm-hmm. 360s and yeah. knocking into each other that was that was just man. amazing man i'm telling you man like those overpasses those overpasses the ones that scare me because they're way up in the air and you know mm-hmm. people people whip around those you know what i'm saying so when it's cold outside people whipping around those yeah yeah not realizing like that the ground is literally frozen because there's no insulation under it Ooh, man that that could be scary I remember seeing, mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was that overpass or one in Dallas. It was just like it. But a motorcyclist, I think it was on, I think it was on a cold day too. I think a motorcyclist like slid and flew off. <laughs> it's not funny. I mean, Damn. that's like, that's like a couple hundred foot drop. That's a death. He was gone. That's a crazy way to go. Yep. 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 Whoa. So, wow, man. That's wild. Wow. Yeah. And you know, I'm going to tell you this. So, having lived in the DFW area, in all of Texas, whatever, I know how bad people drive when it comes to cold weather, right? People forget, or people don't know, so they try to go places. That's why they close everything down. It makes sense now, why they close everything down in Texas. Here, every now and then, it has to be a super bad storm for them to shut everything down, but every now and then when they do, um, you know... uh, uh, and, and even when they don't, you know, people try to drive to and from work or, like I said, up the mountain and stuff like that. People still drive stupid. 
Here, it snows every mm-hmm. year. It ices every year. I don't understand how you can live here for longer than two or three years and not be better at driving. Like just driving, I mean, driving in general, but really like be better mm-hmm. at driving in the cold weather. Like there's so many accidents. There's always like hundreds of accidents every time it snows, especially when it's like the first snow or like the, you know, like the first snow in a few weeks or something like that. It's wild, man. Right. I don't understand these people. People, bad drivers out here. But yeah, other than the cold, yeah. um, other than the cold, I was talking to you just before we got on, I was seeing like a bunch of people you know, posting their barbecue that they sell for like, you know, for a Super Bowl and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I was just like, man, I got to sell some barbecue. Like over here, they have a lot of places that do, they'll do like online orders and they'll do like, okay, we're doing online orders for next week and we'll do pickup at this location. These are the two days of the week that you could pick up or these three locations, whatever. And here's the times mm-hmm. that you can pick up. Uh, let us know, you know, DM us for an order. And we'll have it ready for you, right? And it's just a drive-through. People come through mm-hmm. that time frame, pick up their stuff, and they're done. And I've also seen people do barbecue, where mm-hmm. people go to their people go to these people' house and pick up barbecue. Excuse me, or um, mm-hmm. they'll do a pickup somewhere, you know, and they'll sell. They'll be selling like they'll be selling like a rack of ribs for like thirty dollars a rack, and they'll serve like sell like mac and cheese for twelve dollars a pound, like beans for six dollars a pound. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I should be doing that. I should do that. You should I mean, do that, man. You should see it. the people over here that that do it. I noticed there's this one guy. He just posts up this one parking lot, has his pit connected to his truck, and he just cooks right then and there. Has this little sign out there, all the prices for whatever, and he just specializes in only a few things for that for mm-hmm. that particular day. So yeah. you, I could definitely see you doing that. You know. If you get connected yeah. to a business that just lets you sit outside and do it, do you have to have a uh, yeah. f- food license to to just chill out in the parking lot, cook food, and sell to people? Because I'm assuming yeah, a lot you, of people you, here don't you do have, have a food to. license when they just post up somewhere. See this right here? Oh, yeah, to I get see a it. registration. Ah, yep, as a food establishment. So I can, I can, I just brought this down today because this is my updated one. So I can, I can have this, uh, I can have that set up wherever I go to post up for their mm-hmm. food. As long as I have that, if the health people come through, I'd be like, see this, see this sheet, see this form. Got it. And then I should be yep. good as long as it's updated. Uh, and then, so there's that. Uh, you obviously have to have the permission of the, you know, location that you're going to. Um, and I mean, I think that's it. I think, and, and I think that's it for like cooking. There's, there's another license that you're supposed to have. If you plan on doing like a pop-up, I'm going to post up here and cook, uh, or it, it's either that mm-hmm. or like a food truck version, which, you know, they basically say, okay, you can go anywhere in the state as long as you have this license, um, during a certain time frame, mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of hoops to jump through when it comes to that. You can do that to be legit, but you can also not do that and just post up and hope nobody rolls through. And 99% of the time, you won't have somebody roll through. But if you do have somebody roll, roll through from the Department of Agriculture and they, 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 you know, they find out that you don't have some kind of license, 
you can get a pretty hefty fine, like, you know, I don't know, 500, a couple mm-hmm. thousand dollars, something like that. So, so yep. it's a game that you play. But um, I think the best two versions of it would be either to make the food post up for pickup because you're not cooking anything mm-hmm. or to, um, you know, or to do the other thing, you know, where you, where you, uh, have, um, where you have, uh, 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 what is it? Um, you know, where you have all your stuff together because, you know, it's all well and good. You could stay under the radar for as long as you want without getting people, you know, without somebody knowing, but if there's a competitor that sees you like, Oh, I'm gonna call in on this fool. Um, oh, you know, yeah. or, or if yeah. there just happens to be somebody just randomly, you know, out of the blue from the health a department, run, driving by, you know, yeah, a Karen for sure. Uh, somebody from the health department driving by, they could always stop and they could try, try to call you on it. And as long as they show their credentials and you can't show yours, you know, you could be fined. So you could lose all your profit or your business, your business license, or, you know, just have a fine and, and then, you know, like have to pay out something and try to fight it. So. Yeah, but I see all these people posting stuff for Super Bowl. I'm like, what the heck? And I got a message uh, over the weekend for Hooks, Drugs, and Spices um, for this lady who wanted, who was like, since you live or since your company is based in this location in Riverton, Utah, um, you know, do we have to go through the Etsy? Now, obviously, this is some lady who's trying to buy some stuff without having to pay for shipping. Um, But then again, I thought about that and I was like, if I, if I have enough stock of whatever it is, I should post up and say, hey, we're doing orders this week. I got 100 tickets. I got 100 tickets open. You know, I will. This is these are the orders for the week. This is going to be the time frame. I just need to find a spot that I can post up at and just say, hey, place your order, you know, come through and uh, and I'll have it ready for pickup. So I should really do that. So. Um, and as we get close to the spring, as the spring gets, bits near, like, I can't remember the, the date, but there's like a national clean your grill day or something like that. Um, so I should have, uh, I should have, you know, stock, you know, ready by then to actually like go forward and, and do something like that. The other thing is mm-hmm. I am in like talks right now with a company to start mass producing it for me. So when cool. that happens, I really have, I'll really have a reason to try to get rid of this crap fast. So, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, That's I could good. be a little guy hustling, hustling on the corners. Yeah. And there, there's some extremely <laughs> successful businesses. Have a trench coat. <laughs> I'm telling you, dog, open it up. Have a little trench like, coat with some hooks inside. Mm-hmm. So what yeah. you need, dog? Yeah, yeah. What you need, man? I got everything you need. Uh, no, uh, just like from coming to America. No, I, I see the most successful businesses over here. They will, they will drop. They will do like a drop in three or four places. One is far north where we used to live, about fifty minutes, fifty, you know, thirty, forty miles away north. Then they'll do one in like sort of like in, in mm-hmm. Salt Lake area. Uh, then they'll do one south. Um, either in the area that I live in or further south. Uh, and so since, since I know that my stuff is being sold at some stores, you know, that also sort of like encapsulate mm-hmm. those areas. I know there's also people who either don't know where those stores are, can't like, you know, the stores hours are like funky or whatever. 
So if I just do that and say, hey, mm-hmm. you know, this Saturday, like, you know, like nine to noon or, or you know, something like that, nine to one pickup from my pickup, <laughs> you know, at this location. Yeah. X, Y, Z spot, then, then, you know, uh, maybe reserve a time slot, something like that. I don't know. I think it would be a good idea. So I work on the thought process for Dude. that. But that will also, yeah. That, that's one thing I wouldn't have to go to a farmer's market to pay dues. Um, and I could spread the love in different places where I may not be able to normally reach. So we can see. Okay. Cool. I got a question about that after I'll get with you after the show. Uh, Maybe just remind me because I've been having this, this crazy, I ain't gonna say it's a crazy idea because I've seen other people do it, but mm, yeah, I'll, I'll ask you after the show and it may, right. may uh, involve like foodie stuff. Yeah. It okay. Will, definitely. Got it. Got it. Okay. So we do have some voicemails, but since we have some other stuff we want to talk about, we want to push the voicemails to later on in the show. But Jay, since cool. we're talking about voicemails, why don't you tell the people where they can leave us a voicemail and as they listen to the show, maybe they can call in and then we can review their voicemail on the next show. All right, all right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. 3853BLAKPC or 3853252572 is the Google voicemail. Service, you could call and leave us a voicemail. Tell us what you're thinking. Tell us what you uh, tell us what you're going through in life. Tell us if you've been rolling rolling through the snow and the ice, and if your state's weather looks like crap. Ooh, that looks nice. That looks pretty cool. Let's see what I got. Yeah. I got this little thing here. What you got? Ooh, we you like got a nice little trading blade. pictures of. Just a little one here. Sword. I got one by the bed. That's S-word. like a Rambo knife, and I got two. Yes, those. Th- that looks nice. S-words. Atori Hanzo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Looks good. S-words. Swords. Good. Anyway. S-words. Call us on that number. <laughs> Call us on that number. So, here we go. So, yeah. now, um, I mean, back in the day, we used to want to know what that thing smelled like. Right? Woo! <laughs> And only because, only because of a BET uncut video. So I know last week you started talking about this BET uncut thing, you know, favorite videos mm-hmm. from BET uncut, and we even put posted some out there um, on our Instagram uh, 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 about it. So yeah, why don't we go ahead and get into this BET uncut our conversation? So, uh, man, go for it. All right, people. Uh, so back in the day, BET uncut. A late night show that that aired from two thousand one to two thousand six. Uh, yeah, just kind of, kind of one of those shows where you end up waking up in the middle of the night and uh, you see this on. And I think it it actually came on around ten, eleven o'clock, but sometimes it came on a little later. You know, had some very questionable videos with some questionable topics, very explicit topics. Uh very sexual topics and um you know i asked the people out there what were their favorite uh the greatest and most ignorant <laughs> bet uncut videos they've they've ever saw and and i could read off some of these just to just to uh share what the people were thinking mm, so yeah. here we go memphis diva says gotta be tip drill 
Whatever Man Podcast says, what that thing smell like are white girls. Outspoken Diva says, no panties on the dance floor. <laughs> Brittany D. Byers says, tip drill. Mm-hmm. Fade Ike says, what that thing smell like. Mr. Bird 1027 says, tip drill for best white girls by Mighty Casey for most ignorant. Uh, mm-hmm. Stacy H. Beats underscore S-H-B-T-Z says, what that thing smell like. Or Joker the Bell Bondsman. Uh, I forgot that song. Yeah. Let's see. The Mystic Decade says tip drill for me, but gotta but gonna YouTube all these other suggestions. Um and We So Valley says my favorite has to be Tip Drill. And Tip Drill is actually one of those videos that has been banned off of YouTube. You can't find it. The full wow. version. I think I have it on CDR somewhere. <laughs> uh, he said CDR <laughs> somewhere in my uh, closet. CDR. That's how old oh, this was. CDR. I got it somewhere. But uh, yeah. So so, what was your favorite or funniest or just did not know what to think about it <laughs> video that you have seen or heard on BET yeah. Uncut? Wow. Um, I would say, I would say, yeah, man, uh, tip drill was one of the, one of the most like eye opening for me. Obviously I like, like, you know, has been, uh, uh, talked about in the past. I did not have cable in my house for most of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the only time I really saw it was when going to visit you or, or some other cousins or friends. So yeah, so that mm-hmm. one, um still tipping since i lived in houston i was like wow this is in houston yep you know uh, i was a very sheltered great song sheltered young man uh and then um white girls uh, was also a very funny video you know there's so many but that was just really funny yes. and then and then you watch the video and there's like one black girl in there you're like oh <laughs> what's she doing in there <laughs> you know white Well, I think the the one that's always came up in my head was what that thing smelled like because that was just such a interesting title for a song. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not sure where these guys were from. Um, what was that name? Black Jesus. There mm-hmm. you go, Black Jesus. How come I couldn't uh-huh. think of that? I don't tonight. Oh, oh, oh. So baby, tell me what that thing so and not the black jesus from adult swim um not that black jesus but another black jesus 
what that thing smelled yeah. like, which was so funny. And of course, <laughs> still tipping. That was a dope one. Lap dance by Nerd had a uh, had a an explicit version that played on BET Uncut, mm-hmm. and then they had another version that played on regular BET. Yeah. So I thought that was a dope video. And then of course, White Girls. Yeah. White Girls was always a funny. Funny so song funny, and a funny video by a funny looking guy. Yeah, all the above, so, right? Yeah, it's so funny though because like you look at yeah. like right there, you know, by Chingy. I remember that video. That was funny, but I uh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that that was you know I didn't know that that was one that was that was uh, so explicit they had to pull it off. But apparently it was. Yeah, there were a lot of videos back in the day mm-hmm. that that uh, yeah, you know, I guess you know could have gotten the hook, should have gotten the hook, etc. So, yeah, man, that's funny. That's yeah, funny. Kia's My Neck and My Back. You remember that song? Oh, yeah, I remember that. My I do neck. remember that. That one was one of those videos. Uh, ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. All you ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. Just do it, do it, do it, do it, do it now. Lick it good, suck this pussy just like you should. What else? Uh, I'm trying to think. There was, there was quite a few very nasty, very nasty songs. So, yeah, but BET Uncut is one of those, one of those shows that that was before its time. Now you have World Star Hip Hop mm-hmm. that's just BET Uncut in the digital realm. So. Yeah, yes, that's so crazy. Shout out to BET Uncut. Shout out to BET. You know, nobody does anybody even watch BET anymore? Does BET even play music anymore? I don't think they do. Um, MTV sure doesn't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think they do, man. I don't think they do. Isn't that wild? Like hmm. if you think about it, like MTV was music TV. They played videos. Only time you didn't see videos was when you saw a random host like announcing the next video coming up. Or the next show coming up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, or a promotion for the ne- you know for the show. Yeah. So like, and then then they started doing a lot more you know show shows, uh, and and yeah, man, and, yep. and but then they would have, I mean, for you younger people out there who don't understand, like BET, MTV, wasn't there another channel? I can't remember. Um, VH1, VH1, yeah, um, that had like VH1, you know, multiple hour long segment, multiple hour long TV shows of just videos. There'd be a host or a couple hosts, mm-hmm. and there'd be videos. You know what I'm saying? And like just music videos, like music videos. That and that's how you saw most of the time. That's how you you know saw artists for the first time, or you know yeah. they they yep. would like launch their their new music. You know, like their new single from their new album, um, or their single whatever, uh, directly onto those mm-hmm. platforms, and then um, you know that's how they initially get their play uh, and blow up from there. So yeah, man, that's. That's wild, man. You don't even see that stuff anymore. Uh-huh. We actually have a Vivo channel. Yeah. That's on our digital cable. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, you know, it has like Vivo hip hop, Vivo country, Vivo rock and roll, and I wonder, all the different, you know, uh, genres of music. Yeah. Is, I wonder. Kinda, it's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, you get to see videos. You know what? I think there's a Vivo on the Xbox app. I wonder if there's one on the Roku as well. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. There might be. I don't know. I have to see if there's a Vivo on Roku. You should check. Yeah, yeah, I have to check that for yeah. sure. 
So anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, man, uh, uncut. So when did when did BET Uncut like shut down? Pretty much. Let's see here. When does it say that? Two thousand six. Yeah. Two thousand six. Dang. Yeah. Oh one to oh six. That's when it stopped. I mean, and that mm-hmm. was that was like that was like the busted open time. Like that was the pee popping, you know, tip drilling busted open time on on all videos. Like you could mm-hmm. just do that. Then they were like, oh wow. Okay, okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna play that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so much, uh, so much that was played during that that time frame and aired during that time frame that it was just seen as okay. And I guess there was enough people that you know were uh, you know were mm-hmm. enough Karens decided to call in before they were called Karens to try to get that that taken down and <laughs> and just didn't last. So a little bit of that didn't last, and a little bit of uh, the t- the frame that you know music evolved um, finally and started mm-hmm. to do something different. So yeah, wow, lots of yin yang twins too as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yin yang in this. It was thing. a lot, a lot, a lot of video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Skull, skeet, 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 skeet. Wow. All right. <laughs> to the walls man i'll tell you man that was that was like my jam for a long time and mainly because and i'll tell you where i heard that song for the first time i I heard it on the radio you know a few times but then i think i really like (laughs) need for speed and got into because of need for speed underground that's right man i played that game so much i'm surprised surprised that disc didn't melt man Need for Speed Underground. I yeah. love that game. I, would, I, would I remember. still play that game. I remember. I, I still have an X, my old Xbox. I can't remember if that was on the 360 or the old Xbox, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. If I could find that game, or if I could find it on like a like an upscale version for the Xbox old One, Xbox, yeah. I will download it and play it. Dude, Need for Need for Speed. Uh, what is it called? I got it right here. Need for Speed. Yeah, it's just Need for Speed Deluxe Edition. So this one right here, this is just an updated version of uh, Need for Speed Underground. You have to customize and all that. The only bad part is they don't have any music because I'm assuming like all that music has been like copyrighted and you got to pay super extra for for using music like that in the games. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. If 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 they had that's if they had that music on there, I'd be getting it immediately. So mm-hmm. Need for Speed. So what's it called? Need for Speed Deluxe? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that was just a deluxe Xbox edition, game. but I'm sure it's just Need for Speed. Yeah. Yeah. Need for Speed. I'm sure you find it. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. 
Yeah, I, I, I hope they have underground because if they do, boy, I'll get on there. I'll go ahead and start my career on there again. You know, if I can find that on the Xbox. Did they the, say the Xbox One? I'll be down. Yeah, did they say skeet, skeet, skeet in the game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, no, hold on. They played the whole song. I wonder if they, if the producers or whoever was making the game actually knew what that meant. No. I mean, you remember Dave Chappelle's show back in the day? He's like, he's like, you know, he was talking about that song. He's like, it's a skeet, skeet. White people don't know what that means. You know? <laughs> like, I'm sure, I'm sure there was like a couple brothers on the production team or something like that who's like, hey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, I, yeah. you know, Dave Chappelle is the reason why white people know what skeet, skeet, skeet means. You know, That's I'm fun. telling you though. Like I remember that game because you could <laughs> customize, you could customize the music that you had on the game, and I just mm-hmm. I like had that as the only song playing. That's the only thing I just had that song by itself <laughs> over and over and over again. <laughs> uh, I just was like, to the window yeah, as I hit the as I like hit the hit the the knots button. You know what I'm saying? Uh, those were the days. Wow, 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 wow! It's funny stuff. That was great. That's great. So yeah, people out there, um, if we missed any of your BET uncut videos, you know, uh, uh, if we missed any of the songs, you know, what I'm saying that that um, you know that reminded you of of scandalous times in the club, um, or reminded you of mm. uh, of loose meat sandwiches. Like I'm still trying to figure that out because whatever man Pod just released their show about loose meat sandwiches, and I don't know what that means, yeah. but they said to have headphones on while you're listening. So I'm gonna listen and find out. But let yeah. us know. That was funny. Let mm-hmm. us know. Let us know. You should check that. One wow. Out. All right. That's cool. Okay. So this next segment uh, we talked about last week, we wanted to uh, introduce it last week. And then I think uh, this week we're going to finally post, you know, a call out, a call to action to people to try to to try to come to us and give us their thoughts. The beat drop, the beat drop. So the um, beat drop. that's the tentative name right now. But uh, when it comes to songs that you love, you know, songs that really get you hype in the club, in your car, in your shower, walking, running, you know, sitting at your desk doing stupid work over and over for hours there's always a song you know that has either a beat in the song or like the first couple lyrics in the song or something that as soon as you hear that song it gets you hyper it gets you ready it gets you amped up whatever it is so we wanted to uh we wanted to uh talk about this and we wanted to talk about the beat drop and yeah, we have a couple songs we want to talk about today. So uh, if you people out there want to drop a song for the beat for us, you know, we'd love to talk about it. Um, you know, we'd love to talk about it in the show and, uh, you know, anything that you remember from that song, the reason why you love that song, etc. Uh, so yeah, you can shoot us a message. You can uh, leave us a voicemail. We'd be happy to play it. So Jay. For shizzle. Yes, sir. What song do you, what, what song do you got for the beat drop? All right, man. So this one brings me back to high school, nineteen ninety-seven. Eleventh grade, eleventh grade, yeah, eleventh grade. Oh shoot, I'm blocking them. Okay, yeah, eleventh grade. So this one comes by weight of mystical, and it's the man right cheer. And Ooh, only yeah. thing you had to hear was the first little. 
That's all you had to hear, and everybody was like just getting wild, especially at the football, basketball games. You know, those were the times where those oh yeah, it's, those beats and those songs made everything hype. Is that the one where he would say, "What you what you want? What you want to do? What you go, what you going?" I don't know. I can't say. Mm-hmm. It. I can't do like Mystical. Yep. Then you right. say yes, the man right here. Yeah, you you're right. Yep. Oh, that's yep. a good there one. Go. That's it. That's a good one. And that was that was that was when he was on No Limit. I, I think uh, I think DJ KLC produced that one, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I I'd have to go and find the CD somewhere in the box let's hidden see away. But uh, yeah, let's see if I can. Find I could be wrong. I know Beats by the Pound did it. Yeah, I'm almost sure Beats by the Pound did Let it. Let me see if I could find some more info on that. So uh, here we go. So that was from his. Am I right? The unpredictable album, yeah, where you had the where you had the puzzle pieces. Yes. Yeah, he was still with no limit because you could definitely see that. You could definitely see that artwork mm-hmm. on there. Um, yeah, Master P, mm-hmm. Beats by the Pound, Rick Rock, DJ Daryl, Studio Ton, the legendary tracks. So those were all producers on that album. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, man, the man right here, track track twelve, three minutes and forty one seconds. This is back when you had a CD. Right, and you had to go to the tracks that you wanted to play. Yeah, and the funny thing about this CD is, and it was weird because Mass uh, No Limits started coming out with these colored CD cases, so it was like plastic, but like his was an orange mm-hmm. plastic. It looked like a toy, you know. If you if you didn't really know, it looked exactly like a toy, but it was like orange, like this highlighter I'm holding up to this camera. Mm-hmm. So yep, 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 yep. It was a very like interesting that. time in like marketing and pen and pixel art and stuff like that. So yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was cool, man. That's so funny. And you know what? Was that dude? Everybody mm-hmm. loved him. Oh yeah, yeah. And this was this was so funny about Master P was like I think Master P was one. It was was you know obviously he was very much an innovator and you know somebody who who really um, broke the mold for a lot of people who were you know. In ownership, you know, I guess like business owners or, Mm -hmm. you know, in music, obviously, in a lot of ways. But I think Master P, what he would do was he would just like wake up during the day or he'd be like just hanging out and be like, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make all the CD cases colored. Let's do that. So then he would just like do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he would just come up with a random idea and he would do it regardless if, you know, he knew or not if that was going to make money by whatever the, 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 you know, the idea was. And obviously he was, you know, extremely successful. Some things didn't hit, some things did mm-hmm. hit. Uh, but the things that did hit, 
were like yeah. amazing. So you could just imagine him just sitting around like, let's turn all the CD cases colored. You know what I'm saying? So that's funny. But yeah, yeah. Let's see here. The man right here. Who you got? Uh, wait, well, I'm gonna say the man right here. Uh, that was released in November, okay. November 1997. So let's see here. That would be my first year mm-hmm. of college, uh, and um, and the man right here peaked at number 29 on the hot hip hop R&B single tracks. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Peaked at number 29. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, let's see here. So my song. Let me go back and put it in here because I want to get a little more info about that than I already have. So let's see here. Come on. Okay, so my song was an H-Town classic. 25 lighters on the dresser. 25 lighters. Yes, sir. I remember that. So DJ DMD, Lil Kiki, and Fat Pat. So when you hear that song, mm-hmm. you know when you hear that song, the first thing you hear is that love it, man. Twenty five lighters on my dresser, yes sir. I got to get paid. We got twenty five lighters on the dresser, yes sir. We got to get paid. I got twenty five lighters for my twenty five phones. About to break the mic, then break twenty five more. About to rip the track with about twenty five flows, and I'm dipping like a Mac with about twenty five holes. Love it, man. From Fat Pat. Soon as you hear that, it's over. It's over. So I play that song whenever I go back to Houston. Um, you know, every anytime I would drive down to Houston from the DFW area, uh, when I lived up mm-hmm. there, I would play that song. That was one. That was one of his first songs. And then uh, Trunks Pop was the second song I played as I like hit the Houston city limits. Uh, just because that made me feel like I was back in H Town, but yeah, that twenty five lighters. Every time I hear that, love it, man. Twenty five lighters on the dresser, yes, sir. Whew, boy, I would, I would just be crunk in my car. So you remember when people say go get crunk? Mm-hmm. That was me in the car. <laughs> but yeah, always I love that. But I never really knew uh, what twenty five lighters meant. Um, so let's see here. So first thing. Uh, I don't know. I can't find where it charted right now. Let's see here. Um, but I know that. Oh wait, I know that part of that part of that song where they talked about I got to get paid. That's from a ZZ Top song. So um, mm-hmm. you know it's ZZ Top's lyrics uh, that that associate with that. Uh, Twenty. I got twenty five lighters on my dresser. Yes, sir. I got to get paid. So. Uh, that's part. That's part of ZZ Top lyric. Um, uh, so it's a cover of ZZ Top song, which is wild. But then the other thing is, what twenty five lighters means is, you know, drug dealers would take plastic lighters, you know, like big lighters or whatever, take them apart, wash them out, and put crack or coke in them. And they fill them up and they mm-hmm. sell them like you would like a like a dime bag or something like that. Um, so you know, I basically like when you hold. You know, when you hold uh, uh, holding a baggie or I'm sorry, when you're holding a baggie or a vial, you know, it's more suspicious. But when you're holding a lighter, you know, you pass it off, you sell it, you yeah. know, give it to somebody is less conspicuous. <laughs> so that's why people would always ask uh, they could borrow a lighter. So, you know, that's why I said he got 25 lighters because he got 25 vials of, you know, whatever substance on his dresser. You know, he got to get paid. So, yeah, man, I didn't even know that. When did that song come that? out? 
2001, actually. 2001. 2001. Okay. Yeah, so 2001, yeah. Uh, uh, DJ DMD, Kiki, and Fat Pat. So I don't even know. Was this on? Nice. I know it was from Fat Pat's Greatest Hits album. But was it even on, like, it's like did DJ DMD actually have an album? That was the only song that, that made it? He had an album. Yeah, DJ DMD had an album. Uh, I forgot the name of it, though. But he had, a, he had quite a few songs on that album that, that were, like, regional hits. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah. So he had that one. He had... Uh, Screwed up. Dang. Quick. I'm, like, drawing a blank, so I'm, like, gotta go. So the album was called Eleven. Oh wait, no. Actually, Eleven came out in 1996. That one had album 22 some dope song. PA Worldwide. 22 PA Worldwide. That's what it okay. is. Okay. Yeah. 1998. 1998. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh dang. So that's So maybe oh, you know what? I I was reading this article that had some information about it. So yeah, so I'm sorry. That's what I saw. So yeah, that's why. Cause I was like, I was like, I said here, I just sent you a link. So I said two thousand, but then I was two thousand one. But I was like, hold on, that don't make no sense. So yeah, and then I know the Whatever Man podcast would know this twenty two PA, PA worldwide. So Port Arthur. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, uh, twenty five lighters. When they say love it, man, twenty five lighters on the dresser, and then you hear that song. Bum, bum, bum. But then the mm-hmm. other day I was listening to Spotify. And uh, I heard a screwed and I heard the screwed and chopped version of it, which I heard before too. And man, that goes just as hard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. So two good songs, yeah. you know, H Town classic and also a Louisiana classic, two Dirty South classics. So there are more songs that I could think of that we could talk yes, about sir. in the next coming shows. But yeah, that's our B drop. So what's mm-hmm. y'all's? What's y'all's mm-hmm. B drop? Let us know. Let us know. So let's see here. So uh, let's talk let's about some uh, Netflix shows or Disney Plus shows. What do you want to talk about? Uh, we can start. We can start Disney Plus. I guess the big thing is yeah. WandaVision okay. now. Yeah. yeah. Are you caught up with that one? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, no, I've only watched those two episodes. My bad. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Oh, you just watched the two. Okay. Well. Yeah. You can. You can spoil it. I'm gonna say I'm is, it, Go ahead. Don't worry about it. I, I'm. I'm a, I'm gonna just say it's get it's getting better because I think a lot of people were confused by the first couple episodes, first three episodes. Mm-hmm. People were confused, didn't know what was going on because they just saw the old '60s, '50 shows, mm-hmm. and then episode three jumped into the '70s. Mm-hmm. Episode four gives you a great, very great background to why this is happening. Mm-hmm. It's brought back a character. Uh, that was in the Thor movies. Uh, I I don't want to spoil it for you. It'll spoil it for anybody else. I'll just let them see it. Um, but yeah. So it, it's brought it back around. And you get introduced to a character. Who was linked to Captain Marvel's movie. Yeah. Linked to Captain Marvel's mm-hmm. movie. Who will then in turn become a Marvel character. Without spoiling okay. it for people. So you, whoever is gonna watch episode four, it'll all bring it around. Then you'd be like, oh, okay, because there was a lot of people who were confused, didn't like the first three episodes, didn't care for it, and they did not know where it was going. So episode four is definitely gonna bring it around, and you'll be like, oh, I love this show now. So there you go. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm gonna say uh, about okay. that without spoiling. Okay. 
All right, that's cool. Well, it's good to know. It's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a couple episodes in uh, still. And yeah, man, I, I, um, yeah, I mean, I, I like it thus far. I think it's good so far. It, it is weird because it does remind you of that, you know, Bewitched, I Dream of Genie, you know, like, like Leave It to Beaver, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, there was also, there was mm-hmm. also something in episode two that reminded me of the Jeffersons. Now, now hear me out. I don't know if you remember it, okay. but, or maybe it was episode one, I think, but when, the boss, when Vision's boss and his and his wife were over for dinner, uh, mm-hmm. and the wife went over to the kitchen, like shutters to open the shutters to ask if if Wanda mm-hmm. needed some help. Yeah, 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 yeah. That reminded me of several several episodes on the Jeffersons. I saw that they had shutters open and close, you know, into their kitchen. And they were yeah. uh, was the what was the maid's name? Florence was in Florence the kitchen. Florence in the kitchen, yeah. <laughs> Florence in the kitchen, and they went over. They went over there, and she either shut them or she opened them up and like yelled out. So that reminded me of that. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, so yeah, was, I think they they take. I think they take. I don't know if that was done purposely or not, but I think you know the good thing about Marvel movies and a lot of movies now is, you know, they take. Uh, 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 a lot of Easter eggs from a lot of different places. So many different places. You, we probably will never mm-hmm. know, you know, as many as where they come or you know, as inspiration for parts of their shows or films. So that's cool. Yeah. So, so I'm mm-hmm. gonna catch up and, and check it out. But yeah, I can't wait. Uh, um, you know, just to catch up and, and really just get into it because I just think it's a good. Um, I think it's a good video. I think it's cool that they're doing something different. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it was definitely good. Definitely worth the watch. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, yeah. what else we got? So, any other Netflix shows? Or, sorry, any other uh, Disney Plus shows that you watched? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> you did watch... I've been watching DuckTales with my kids. Okay, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. You you did watch Soul, right? You saw that? Did we talk about that? Yes, I saw Soul. We talked about that. We did not talk about Soul. No? Uh... I don't, Maybe not. I don't Maybe think not. so. No, I don't think we talked no, about so. Right. Yeah, you're right. But I thought it. I thought it was good. I thought it was good for the most part. Uh, I watched it the day it came out, the day it premiered. Mm-hmm. I thought it was cool how they kind of, uh, kind of showed the, I guess the, the kid, the soul of a kid, and then that kid travels to Earth, and then it gets into a person uh i thought that was interesting yeah you know you never really kind of see that take on like things the before but, time or something yeah, yeah and I, I yeah yeah i know a lot of people had issues with that a lot of you know pro-black people had issues with that with that movie yeah because the the little it, character the little soul that didn't uh that didn't i guess identify with anything was like ended up being the main character and not the, the actual like Jamie Foxx's character. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah I, I saw a lot of people who were like that and and they were like, why are we watching this in the lens of a white woman? I think that was Tina Fey. But really, like in actuality, mm-hmm. like you don't know who that is. You know who the actors are that are portraying these people, but you don't know what that character is because there's, because if you just mm-hmm. listen to it, if you, if you were just listening, if you couldn't see, then, then you'd be like, oh, it's just another voice. You know what I'm saying? Because 
Black mm-hmm. people don't always sound like one thing. White people don't always sound like one thing, et cetera, et cetera. So I I, I saw yeah. that and I was like, you know, I get where you're coming from, but if you remove, if you, if you, if you, what what they used to say, what they say a lot of times in the TV and, and, and entertainment music industry or movie industry, excuse me, is suspend your disbelief. So you're like, so these people are watching this movie, looking at Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, black man playing a black character. Tina Fey, white lady playing a, you know, mm-hmm. whatever character in a black yeah. movie, right? Suspend the disbelief right. of the whole movie. Get rid of that. Be involved in the movie. Be involved in the show. Watch it for what it is. And then you can pick it apart after the fact, but just enjoy it for yeah. what it is. And don't try to pick it apart while you watch it. That's the problem that we have today. Too many people try to pick stuff apart while they're watching it, try to early diagnose everything and you can't enjoy it. It's hard to enjoy stuff like that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, yep. like right. for me, the movie soul was weird. I don't know, man. I, it was weird. It was weird. Like, I, I, I don't think they, I think they tried to follow Jamie Foxx's character's life, but I don't think they followed it enough. I think they did get too involved right. with the other, right. like the other souls, you know, the the, the Tina Fey character, you know. I, I think they did get, mm-hmm. you know, a little too involved with with those extra characters, which obviously, you know, Jamie Foxx's character was trying to, you know, at some point in time help this, you know, other soul, like say, hey, this is why it's cool to come to Earth, but but I think that they were doing too much of that and not really getting into his character as much. And all that to say, all that to say was, I don't think they marketed it the right way. I think they marketed it to black people. And that's probably what more why black people were mad. Because um, they marketed it to black people as a black, mm-hmm. you know, as a black centric uh, movie having to do with soul. And the, and the things that you see, you know, the marketing things you saw were the barbershop scene or you saw... Uh, uh, you know, this guy playing jazz music in the club. You know, you see a lot of images like that. You're like, oh, okay, so this is going to be about this guy being some kind of artist or something like that and about his life and career. And it sort of went way against that. You know, there, there was a lot of those elements in there, obviously, because that was the underlying part of the story. But, like, really, they marketed it mm-hmm. the wrong way. And maybe they're trying to get the black audience by marketing yeah. it the way it was. But I personally... While I could say that you could call it a black show, it wasn't really. So it was weird for me. No. Because I, I saw it marketed one way, and then when I watched it, I was like, huh? But what was so funny was uh, my, uh, my uh, okay, so my niece, my wife's niece, um, is uh, Latino, and her husband is white. So, like, you know, they have mixed kids, right? So one of their, their their daughter, who's like, what is she now? She's like eight, I think. Um, she, her favorite movie is Soul. She likes to watch that on repeat. Okay, it's hilarious. So I'm just like, how's this? How's this little? You know, how's this little like? You know, mixed. Uh, you know, half uh, Latino. You know, white kid love this movie so much, but it. Um, you know, but I, I think that's I think that's why kids, you know, can can identify with it because 
first of all, they they always have their beliefs suspended. Like they don't really think that deep into a movie most of the time. Secondly, you know, they have character mm-hmm. they have characters that are very relatable for a lot of different people. Um, you know, in a lot of different ways. So so I think that's why it's probably more relatable to a kid, you know, whereas if you have like an adult, especially an adult like caring white person or caring black person, you could look at be like, well, this ain't right because it is, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. so yes, I I just think that's funny, but to me, it was just an odd film because I don't think they marketed it the right way. I think they, they tried to put it out there as a black movie and it didn't, it didn't hit for me Mm -hmm. at all like that. So yeah, that's what I I got, but Hey, you know, I have to watch it. I I want to watch it again just to Mm -hmm. pick up on some different things. I mean, I, I think it probably could have worked better as a short film instead of like a full length feature because there's a lot of parts that I think could get cut out. Oh yeah. And oh, it yeah. could probably cater to the audience that it was uh, intended. Uh, I guess that they marketed for, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I'll watch it again just to give it a chance. Uh, my kids, they, they were just like, yeah, it's okay. You know, mm-hmm. they, they didn't really yeah. care for it because they're all action packed and all that other yeah. stuff. They don't, I don't think they look into like crazy deeper meanings even though I think that's what Pixar tries to do. It, it caters to the young crowd and then it gives a deeper meaning for the, the older crowd. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Indeed. Yes yeah. Indeed, yeah. Um, I'll check it yeah, out again. And, and I, I don't know, man, if you reimagine that movie, if you re if you reimagine that movie, leave the same title, you know, leave the, the same characters, you know, whatever. I don't know. The Jerry's were weird. But uh, you know, you could probably take them out, obviously. But but you know, leave leave like the same like main character without the Jerry's, yeah. you know, or maybe you can add the Jerry's as like you know music mm-hmm. executives or something like that. Reimagine that as a film about somebody starting as a kid, finding their love for jazz music, and grinding mm-hmm. to become a working artist or a successful you know star. Like I think that would be a much more interesting movie to me yeah. and the way they marketed yeah. it. That's what yeah. I thought it was going to be. So, yeah. Yeah. So whatever. Exactly. But well, you know, Disney makes hand o- it makes money hand over fist and they did on that one. So <laughs> it is what it is. Oh yeah. They did. Um, yeah. One yes. other Netflix show that I want to talk about is, uh, when we get to Netflix. Sorry. One show I want to talk about is, um, Lupin, mm-hmm. L-U-P-I-N. So when I first saw it, I thought it was sure. a live action version of Lupin the Third, which is a anime, um, yeah. you know, and manga. That's what I was thinking. Uh, and it was it was different from that, um, uh, but it was is very good. It's it's a story of this, uh, you know, it's a it's a story set in France, um, uh, you know, and this black guy who you know as a kid, uh, you know, as a kid who isn't really outgoing, you know, very introverted, gets a book from his father who is like a sort of do-it-all servant driver for a very rich, you know, corrupt individual. Uh, and it, this book that he gets um, is about Arsène Lupin, the gentleman burglar. Uh, and he, this mm-hmm. kid gets into the book, like he reads it over and over again, you know, with the obvious with circumstances going on in his life. And he eventually becomes the gentleman burglar as, you know, an adult. And, and uh, you know, he doesn't get caught. You know, he's super smooth. Um, 
And there's so much there's so much in this show. It's hard to really get into, but the first episode, you know, without spoiling anything because it's the first episode and they talk about it throughout the whole first episode is stealing like, you know, the queen's jewels or something like that. Um mm-hmm. and it, and again it and it's really dope, uh, you know, the way it it, it works. So yeah, so I watched through that whole season. I think there was what only like five or six episodes, I think, um, or maybe ten episodes. I can't remember. Yeah, but, I think it was five. But yeah, it it. Uh, oh yeah, okay. It was, it was short. Okay, amount. so five. Yeah, so so it um, it came and went, and I was really waiting for more, um, just the way it ended. So yeah, man, I, I'm excited to see when that comes back. Um, yeah, that was one show yeah. I watched. Yeah, it was a good season. Yeah, I, I love that show too. We were like, we binge watched it all in like a day, you know. So mm-hmm. it, it was good. Uh, I think the second second part of it is coming out later this year. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they were like just testing the waters with just like five episodes, yeah, and seeing if they were gonna, you know, continue mm-hmm. on. But hey, I, I loved it, yeah. man. Or how he, it kind of reminded me of. Of course, there's a bunch of heist movies, and you know every every leader of a heist movie has a they have everything carefully planned out Mm -hmm. from first so they have the end goal in mind but then they fill in all the steps of what they need to to do and it was cool because this one is just one guy i mean he has his friend but it's mostly just the one guy but then in all these other movies there's like a crew of people that have different skills and different skill sets and Mm -hmm. and this guy here he does it all by himself so I thought that was that was really cool, and you know, like you said earlier, I thought this was based on Lupin the Third. Well, I mean, I guess kind of. Yeah. I guess there's some. Uh, it is. Little, there's some similarities, similarities yeah. with you know burglar burglary and heist and things like that. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I I love it, man. Yeah, I, I loved it too. I love yeah, it. Man. I love it too, and it's funny because there's a there's one episode or one part of the, the movie where, you know, he goes into. Um, a voiceover mode uh, and he talks about you know how do you how do you become this type of gentleman burglar how do you like pull this type of stuff off he's like you know you have to have friends uh or associates you know that are willing to help you and sort of keep the secret etc so you know as you as you go throughout like he sort of identifies these people and i saw that as you know i saw that as sort of a parallel to mm-hmm. the lupon um anime uh, you know because he had like you know, his friends that were helping him out, you know, mm-hmm. they were always part of somebody's harebrained scheme. So, uh, uh, yeah, so so I thought it was good. So if you guys get a chance, Lupin, L-U-P-I-N, because it's French, and they do have an English overdubbed version uh, as well as a, a mm-hmm. subtitle version. So definitely uh, check yeah. that out. Um, any other Netflix shows? That was uh, the latest one I saw, but... Yes. Alice in Borderland was a real good good show i watched that like a f- some weeks ago mm-hmm. it's a japanese show uh so it's ki- trying to trying to think what it's kind of based on so i think it was based on a manga and they mm-hmm. turned it into a show but it's mostly jap japanese like these guys three guys three friends ended up mm-hmm. i don't know how it happened but something happened to where they ended up in this game kind of life or death game and they have to do different missions, different games. They're playing against different players. And it's all part of this crazy scheme of some bigger operation that's going on. And I'm assuming there will be a season two because it left off kind of... It, it ended 
you know you wanted more so I, I thought that was really good and uh, the reviews have been pretty good too from what I've been seeing um, so I think that's a, another one you could check out people could check out if you like watching foreign shows uh, if you like read watching <laughs> reading the subtitles and watching at the same yeah. time but it was it was really good really well yeah. shot so that one was good yeah, yeah. I could recommend okay. that one I'll have to check that out I'll have to check that out yeah, I uh, I was going to start watching Bridget to my wife, but she had already watched through it. So I was like, it's sort of not as fun to watch through it if somebody else has watched it, right? So, Dude, um, my wife watched through it, and she had me watch it the second time. So she watched it yeah, twice. I well, watched it once. Okay, I'll, I'll see if she wants to go through it again. Because she always has like a set of shows that she always goes back to over and over and over again. And I'm just like, how many times can you watch a season of Grey's Anatomy like over and over again? Or... Gilmore yeah. Girls or something like that. And I'm just like, we need to watch something else. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did so, she enjoy it? Um, yeah, she liked it. She liked it. She was trying to, she was trying to tell me about it, but I was, I was, uh, half paying attention cause I was researching something. So I, I uh, so I'll have to go back in, but mm-hmm. yeah, she really liked it. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so yeah, that's for it for Netflix shows, but, um, what else we got? What else we got? Uh, uh unless you want to talk about some GameStop stocks. I mean, I, I don't know what happened, but apparently a lot of people made money with GameStop this week. So <laughs> a lot yeah, of people, yeah. whole lots of people. Yeah. That's so crazy. And if you were one of the people that yeah. did, uh, you know, good for you. Good for you, because I know I didn't. Good for you. But, um, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I know there's all kinds of legal ramifications going around now. People trying to think about they're going to sue GameStop like the SEC, the Securities Exchange Commission. So, we'll see what happens. We'll yeah. see what happens. But Are they going to sue? They're, they're trying to sue Robin Hood. Robin well, Hood I think they're trying to sue Robin Hood and GameStop. And GameStop? Yeah, wow. Yeah. So, they think. Why would they try to sue GameStop? I think they think there was like some collusion, all this stuff. This is the thing. Uh, it's the Security yeah. Exchange Commission, like, you know, most of these people who are mad about GameStop are the people who don't play games or the people who don't like who, mm-hmm. who don't pay attention to them, you know. Um, right. So they're mad that they didn't get in on the money. I think that's what it is. So anyway. Yeah, I'm anyway. sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, shout out to those people that, that have gotten some some GameStop stock and who's made millions yes, like this one guy who was only making a had a salary of thirty thousand dollars a year. He put forty five hundred dollars into some game stock stock and now he's a, a millionaire. Dang. So, that's yeah, dope. That's cool, man. Congrats to him. Shout out to him. Wow. Um yeah, shout out to him and anybody else. You know, it's my son's birthday today. Happy birthday to my son. I wish I had decided to invest some GameStop stock for him. Just because we put money in GameStop. We put money in GameStop yesterday when we went to buy a couple things. So you know, it, it it is what it is. Um, you know, we've invested a lot of money into that place without investing any money into that place. So, yeah, but maybe we will again one day. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, yeah so we have a few voicemails here. We'll go ahead and drop them. Uh, we've already left you the way to get it, the uh, 3853-BLA-KPC. So we're going to drop some voicemails, chat about them, and then I think we're going to be blacking out. So here we go. First up, 321. This is Y'all saw that mystery movie on Lifetime, Salt and Pepper. 
No. Y'all, I'm so confused. <laughs> I was confused who the characters was. Oh my God. Tashina, Arnold, and Tisha Campbell could have played Salt and Pepper, y'all. Oh, that movie was terrible. <laughs> it just hurt my heart. Oh, but they did get it correct where they all was working at Sears. But I fell asleep on the movie <laughs> twice. And so I got to go back and watch it because I fell asleep on it. I, I just couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into it. Oh, y'all was so sad. Oh, man. It was just some bull crap. <laughs> it was terrible. Terrible, I tell you. Oh, oh Lord. Right now I'm looking <laughs> at um, Ray with Jamie Foxx. And it's like one of my favorite movies that and Cadillac Records I don't know why I just watch those movies all the time when they come on and I pretend like this is my first time watching them yeah boy I'm straight but mm -hmm. I guess I will talk to y'all later mm -hmm. and uh Salt and Pepper was no it was more like Kleenex and tissue paper <laughs> wow Wow. Okay, I didn't see that, but apparently I should not watch it. Yeah, I didn't see it either. Maybe I maybe I'll watch it. I'll probably check it out just to check. Yeah, it I'll out. probably just to see how bad it yeah, is. Yeah, that's funny. Um, like I said, I'll probably watch it for the memes, like my kid says. They they watch it for the memes. So that's sort of funny. Here we go. Next up, three, two, one. Yeah, this is Memphis Diva '99. Please tell me, y'all heard about the boy who's nineteen or seventeen? I don't know, nineteen years old. It. That that uh, got a million dollars out of Kroger. Uh, he bought two cars and some guns, but total one car. And I'm not sure how he did it. Like, what type of Kroger were you working at, bro? I'm I'm, I'm just confused on the whole thing. They said he was doing like the turns and stuff, but I'm still confused how you 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 got almost a million dollars out of Kroger. I, I'm just lost. Like, maybe he worked at a at a. I don't know. I'm confused. Kroger? Uh, I'm just lost. I'm, I'm just lost. Maybe he had some help or something. I don't know. I'm trying to see what he did so I can, uh, well, my cousin trying to see what he did because my cousin want to um, know what he did. Uh, yeah, my cousin. about a boy who made a million, hmm. million dollars out of Kroger. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm reading it now. It's, it's a long, it's a pretty long story, mm -hmm. but it's a, yeah, some 19-year-old teen like kind of scammed a million dollars, like just fabricating lies and, you know, returning mm -hmm. items. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, wow. just fraudulent returns is what he, what he yeah. did. That's, so. that is, uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of online platforms um, suffer that. Yeah. We'll just say that, and people know how to learn how to scam people really easily. Uh, mm -hmm. Let me just tell you, I know that for a fact, uh, uh, with given some experience that I have, some work experience that I have. So that's wild, man. But hey, you know, congrats to him. But you can always be found, scammer. There's <laughs> always a way to find you. So, oh yeah, you might get away now, but you ain't gonna get away in the long run. So. 
Yeah, so um, let's see here. Three, two, one. Y'all, this message is Diva 99, and I'm going to tell you how I felt about Southern Couple Show on Lifetime. <sighs> no, 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 baby. No, 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 baby. Get off the TV. Get off the <laughs> She's saying the song. Hey, you. Y'all better stick your glasses down, add salt and pepper, looking like a clown. Pam and Tina could have done it right. Now I got to go. And fight lifetime and it's <laughs> No, 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 baby. No, 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 baby. Get off the TV. No, 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 no. Oh, it bad. It made me mad. <sighs> okay, then, y'all. I gotta go. So I give me a, a music contract. Oh, man, that's great. That was pretty good. That's that hilarious. Pretty good. No, 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 baby. No, 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 baby. <laughs> That's pretty great. I like that. Oh, man. Wow. I'm going to watch it. I definitely have to watch it now. So here we go. Next up. Hashtag Blackout Podcast. This is your cousin, Memphis Diva 99. Y'all, I'm listening to your episode 170. And, um, yes, for the colonoscopy, they give you some medicine and it's eight ounces, two eight ounces of stuff you gotta drink at certain times and yet uh after the colonoscopy, you know, they you know, they put you on the anesthesia and all this good stuff and I just it's crazy because after the colonoscopy I went and I got some sushi because I was hungry. But let me tell you, that whatever they gave me stayed in my system for a good three days. Everything I ate came out, but my colon mm-hmm. looks great. Other than that, um, I, I look at um, I'm I'm uh, I, I forgot what I was gonna say because I'm I'm looking at Tyler Perry's ruthless. Uh, y'all, I, this is a mess. I'm, I'm looking at Tyler Perry kind of crazy, y'all. That's all I'm gonna say. Anyway. Nothing going on with me. I'm sick of all these damn challenges. Let's just make up a challenge, y'all. Let's make up a challenge, uh, the earwax challenge. Or the, uh, mm. I don't know. I mean, it's all these damn challenges get on my nerves, man. Mm. Um, other than that, I'm going to get to looking at Ruthless because <laughs> it's about to get raunchy and I'll talk to y'all later. The earwax <laughs> challenge. Somebody make sure you clean out your earwax. Tell. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or you get your earwax from your ear and try to sneak it into somebody's ear or mouth. Yeah, no. Nah. That's a good way to get knocked mm-hmm. out, though. Mm-hmm. No, nah. that's a good way to get killed. <laughs> right? Just nasty. Right? Don't mess with me with your earwax. Wow. Okay, Tyler Perry, Ruthless. Got to watch that. All right, last up. Last one. Here we go. Three, two, one. Okay. In the grocery store, uh huh. 
over there getting some eggs, you know, for my omelets, you know, for my veggie omelets, you know, for my diabetes, you know. And the young man, and he's talking to me about eggs. I'm like, and then all of a sudden he says, why don't you let me put my phone number? Uh, oh. No, that ain't what he said. He hmm? said, why don't I get your number? And I said, excuse me? And I said, how old are you? He said, 20. And I just smiled. I said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. So he wrote it on a piece of paper and gave it to me. He said, if you think about it, call me so I can see what you're doing. So I'm going to be a little more direct with my prayers, y'all, a little more detail. Uh, yeah. I, I'm 50 years old, fellas. I, there's mm, mm, uh-uh, uh-uh. I, I'm gonna call y'all back. Uh-uh. Nope. That's funny. Wow. Well, hey, you know. He want a sugar mama. You know, he, that's really what he wants. But you know, I mean, hey, you never know. I, I, you can you can always find love at, at, with different age ranges. You know what I'm saying? I'm maybe maybe 30 years younger, maybe a little too young. But then again, it works for some people. You know, my wife is three years older than me. It's Damn. good. It's good. So, hey, so yeah. who knows? Hey, if he wants somebody to make him Kool-Aid. That's right. That's right. Make me some Kool-Aid. Make him some, make him some breakfast in the you morning. Know, Pay some bills for him. Sandwich with a bag of chips, you know. <laughs> little little cold drink. Little, little knee-high. Little, little knee-high Give drink. A little high seat. <laughs> Little high sea, little quarter water. <laughs> and give him a dollar so he can go catch the ice cream man when they roll through the neighborhood. Uh, wow. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, Memphis Diva, you know, that that you should be, obviously, you know, that, that definitely probably something that you'd be flattered, uh, you know what I'm saying, in that situation. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, at least you, at least you told him no, but even though he still persisted, uh, you know, maybe he's trying to hook you up with his older uncle. You don't know. I don't know. Just call the dude back to see what he's talking about. And we talking about stuff, you know, not talking about anything. Just say, all right, thanks. Holla. But then he's like, hey, I have this really, uh, you know, successful older uncle uh, who, uh, you know, recently, uh, uh, you know, got a divorce or widow or whatever, you know, uh, or he's never been married. He doesn't have any kids, you know, but he's independent. He has his own car. He has a job. He has a house. I want to introduce you. Maybe that's it. Who knows? Who knows? Could be. Who knows? Who knows? Could, Could be. be. Anyhow, well, uh, as I mentioned earlier, it's my son's birthday, so we're going to have to chop this off right now. Um, like Lorena Bobbitt did yes, to John Wayne Bobbitt. Uh, Ooh, not like <laughs> that. Why don't you? No, not Toss at all. Toss it in the field. Why don't you tell people they can find us? <laughs> all right, people. Twitter, oh. Instagram, hashtag BlackoutPod iTunes, Stitcher Sound, yeah, one of them places should have <laughs> our podcast. Just do a Google search for it. I can't say everywhere because everywhere does not have it, but your favorite podcast listening service has it somewhere. Search for that. Email topics, oh, yeah. hashtag yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, at gmail.com, 3853BLAKPC or 3853252572. It's where you could call us and leave us a voicemail. Hooksrub.com, mm-hmm. Etsy.com slash shop slash hooks. 
rubs, and spices. It's where you can find some spice to uh, spice up your life. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, sprinkle over your sausage, the one that's not getting tossed in the field or in a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there you that's go. Funny. Another episode. Another episode of the Hashtag Back Out Podcast, episode 172. On the on the way to 200, 200 episodes. A couple months away from mm-hmm. our, what, five-year anniversary? Five-year anniversary. Yep. Yeah. Yep, so, yep, uh, yep. We getting there. There you go. We getting there. All right. We know so it's coming you. up. Five years, just a couple months. But hey, thank y'all for listening. Um, I am blacking out. Like I'm as I, as I, Your face, I need a